In business, you rarely hear the expression for life. You make a purchase for a product, for a service, and, and there's, a, there's a time frame there. Well, that's not the case with Awaken 180 weight loss. Allow me to explain. You know, a year ago, I started with Awaken 180 weight loss and had incredible success losing weight. But you can lose all the weight in the world and not keep it off. And what good is it? That's why I have support for life from Awaken 180. Yeah. I mean, I go back for check-ins and make sure everything's going smoothly. But if I ever had a problem, the counselors are there to get me back on track. Why don't you do what I did and call for a consultation? 844-346-1800. 844-346-1800. Or go to awaken180weightloss.com. Welcome to my first podcast episode. I'm Evie, and today we're going to talk about self-care. So I decided to start this podcast to reduce stigma towards mental health and to particularly highlight youth mental health. I feel mental health is becoming more of an acceptable subject to talk about and the stigma is definitely still there. But I feel it's really important to highlight the mental health of teenagers. I feel our brains are different and we've got different stresses going on in our lives. So I feel it's a particular area that we should be talking about. So I'm a mental health youth first aider and I'm a mental health advocate. So I've been trying to raise awareness, particularly this past year, about youth mental health and how we can help ourselves as well as helping the people around us. So I think it's particularly important right now to be focusing on mental health because We've currently entered another lockdown in the UK and everyone's feeling quite anxious about what's going on in the world. The news is really negative. It's, I personally don't watch the news at the moment unless it's really important, like the national lockdown being announced and A-levels being cancelled. So I think especially with A-levels being cancelled, I feel people in my age group are feeling quite lost right now. I am, that everything we've been working towards is suddenly been cancelled and there's not really been much direction about what's happening. So I think that's definitely creating some high levels of anxiety. So today we're going to focus on self-care. Self-care is all about prioritising yourself in your life that you are the most important person in your life and you're the only person who's always going to be there for you. I think being selfish in today's society is seen as such a negative thing when being selfish is actually such a good thing to look out for yourself and to really care for your own needs. I think everyone is so worried and concerned with looking after everyone else that we can lose sight of how we are doing and to really look after other people we need to make sure we look after ourselves first otherwise it will impact the relationships around us so what I'm kind of talking about is self-love as well self-love is really appreciating yourself for who you are and how much you love yourself and that relationship you form with yourself 
can impact your actions and also your interactions with other people. I've told quite a lot of friends this, but you can't form those really meaningful bonds with someone else if you don't have them with yourself. I mean, I'll use, I will use this as an example throughout the episode, and it might be a little bit weird, but if you imagine yourself, like your mental health as a friend, as a personified person, if you're always horrible to that person and always say negative things around them, they're not going to want to spend time with you. So you need to look after yourself to really love yourself, and that will be apparent in your actions. And how you conduct yourself around other people will improve your confidence. You'll be happier overall if you're comfortable who you are. And one way of doing this, developing that relationship with yourself, is to set up a really good self-care routine. And I know everything is so institutionalised and routined, but I feel like lockdown kind of creates more fluidity with our lives and people can get lost in that and end up not taking care of themselves and kind of being lost in not knowing what day it is and being in an endless routine of calls and then when you when you leave that zoom call you don't really know what to do with yourself so I'm going to split this self-care into kind of three different sections to kind of make it simpler so there's physical self-care And there's the basic human needs that everyone has to have to be healthy. This is physical and mental health, and they're really linked. So if you don't have great mental health, there's only a limit to how good your physical health can be. And the opposite works too, that they impact each other. So some physical self-care is sleep, eat and exercise. So... I'm sure you can all agree that if you have a bad night's sleep or if you haven't eaten for a while or you're feeling down with your exercise, it's going to affect how you feel about everything else you do in your life. So as a basic human need, we need sleep in order to process all the information that we've taken in during the day and that's really important to not become overwhelmed with everything that's going on in life particularly at the moment eating is really important and it's important to eat healthy but we especially at the moment I feel like people feel guilty for what they're eating because it's January and people might have gained a bit of weight over Christmas and that's completely fine what you eat does not define you and it does not define your health so I think the ho- eating healthy is so prioritised, but just making sure you eat at all is such a positive thing. And I feel this is how some of my self-care comes in. I love cooking and baking because what I make, it makes my family happy. And it kind of, if when I'm in a low place, if I do some baking or some cooking, I'm making something positive out of my bad mood and by making other people happier that improves my mood too. I feel like exercise is kind of on the same wavelength as eating where 
it can be so prioritised over everything else and sometimes it can have a detrimental effect on your mental health, being obsessed with exercise and being feeling pressured to exercise when you don't want to. So another one of my self-care routine practices I was trying to set up was that I go on a run three times a week and I was meant to go this morning and I just really didn't want to go. So I didn't force myself. I know I would feel better after that run than I did before, but there is only so many things I can do in a day that I really don't want to do. So instead of going on that run, I just went for about an hour and a half walk and I called my sister and that cheered me up and I called my friend because it's her birthday and that cheered me up. I might not have stuck to the plan, but I was in a positive mood afterwards, so that's not that important. Another way to talk about mental health and self-care is thinking about the senses and that how that affects how we feel. So this goes along with stress management. When you're feeling stressed, what do you do? So there we have five senses, touch, um, sight, smell, taste and hearing. So some self-care that's to do with touch. I know weighted blankets have got more popular in lockdown and apparently they feel like a hug which sounds lovely but having a weighted blanket can release anxiety um stuff like a warm shower or a bath is you're making yourself comfortable and that can really improve your mental health and how you care for yourself and how you're feeling and especially for me just a hug will make me feel a lot better but with this lockdown and having to social distance I'm having to change my self-care to the situation we're in right now so something you can do for sight is watching a favorite tv show or seeing a friend too which can be affected by lockdown but those things can really improve your mood so smell some people like candles I really do having like insets or aromatherapy can really help some people more than others taste buds so having some of your favorite food or just like for example I said my cooking that can really cheer you up and see show you that there's something positive among all the negative things that are going on now in the world and with hearing some soothing music or just your favorite music can improve your mood another really important thing with self-care is relaxing your mind personally for me I, it can look like i'm completely relaxed and i can take a whole day off working or having to do anything but my mind isn't relaxed with all the stress that's going on so some two tips that you can do to relax your mind is to do something like drawing or writing down everything you're stressed about so you can physically see what is causing all the stress and try and rationalise it. Something else is either yoga or meditation and I feel they have got more popular but some people can find yoga or meditation quite boring but self-care is such a personal thing you'll always find something that suits just you. I feel like positive affirmations can be such a cliched thing like saying in the mirror that I look beautiful today but it really does make a difference 
So this is another example of seeing yourself as a friend. If you always call your friend ugly, they're not going to like you. But being encouraging to that friend and telling them they look nice today, you're going to form a better relationship with that friend and you're going to be able to spend more time with them and look forward to seeing them. So imagine that friend is yourself and your self-love will be so much better if you talk kindly to yourself. Another thing, I feel we're always pushed to improve and we can always be better and be really critical about what we do in ourselves, but it's really important to just say to yourself, like, I am enough. Like, I may have not done very much today, but I got out of bed. I made myself some healthy lunch. I walked my dog today. Those are all examples of things that they may not be saving the world or curing world hunger, but there's something to be proud of. And there's always something you can be proud of that you've done today. So three different ways you can talk kindly to yourself. On my mirror at school, I have all around it, I have positive affirmation kind of postcards. So I just got all of those off Pinterest and I printed them off using Snapfish. I may not read them every day and I don't force myself to, but just seeing them every time I look in the mirror, you just kind of notice these positive things. Another way is to talk to yourself in the mirror. So set yourself a goal of saying one nice thing to yourself in the mirror every day. And it might seem a bit weird, but you will notice it makes a difference that you feel better about yourself. Also, you could put a positive affirmation on your lock screen. So everyone goes on their phone a lot. So every time you look at that lock screen, you will see a message that's nice to yourself. I feel like I've talked a lot about things you can do, but such an important thing is saying no to things. Saying no to that FaceTime with your friends that you just don't feel like. like it might not, it might be seen as such a negative thing, but if you feel like it's going to affect your mental health or you just can't do any more in a day, then say no. Because at the end of the day, you are what is most important in your life. So to finish, I'm going to give you a tip for something you can do during lockdown that is going to improve your mental health. Write down five things that you're going to do in lockdown to prioritise yourself and your mental health. They don't need to be big things. They can be going to bed a bit earlier or just looking at a page of revision a day. It doesn't need to be six hours of revision and running a marathon every week. So my five things are doing the 30 days of yoga on YouTube. I'm going to try and cook two meals a week for my family. Um, I love baking, but my cakes are always quite ugly. So I'm going to try to do some cake decorating to make them look a little better. And continue with my sign language course and try to go to sleep by 11. But I'm not sticking to these things as an absolute rule. They're just something for me to aim for when I'm feeling lost. And to finish, you should all be really proud of yourselves. You've made it to two national lockdowns and you're still here. Whatever you do, do it today or tomorrow or during this lockdown, you should be proud of yourself for just getting out of bed in the morning. I hope you have a great week. In business, you rarely hear the expression for life. You make a purchase for a product, for a service, and, and there's, a, there's a time frame there. 
Well, that's not the case with Awaken 180 weight loss. Allow me to explain. You know, a year ago, I started with Awaken 180 weight loss and had incredible success losing weight. But you can lose all the weight in the world and not keep it off. And what good is it? That's why I have support for life from Awaken 180. Yeah. I mean, I go back for check-ins and make sure everything's going smoothly. But if I ever had a problem, the counselors are there to get me back on track. Why don't you do what I did and call for a consultation? 844-346-1800. 844-346-1800. Or go to awaken180weightloss.com.